Welcome to 2020 podcast number two. We can start numbering them so we know where we are. Yes, you can that's listen good. back. Yeah. Yes. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, now, for anybody that has not listened to week one's podcast, as in last week's, not the original one, because that's 168 episodes ago. <laughs> Go back to that. It's a laugh. We're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're getting better and better. Oh, we? I know. It's like almost like we know what we're doing these days. <laughs> yeah. Um but if you want, if you talk about last week's podcast, we talked about uh, vitamin supplements. Not well, we talked about vitamin supplements. We talked about dietary supplements. Yeah. Um, the cloak of darkness and how to get out and do a bit of exercise, and what you should be doing with your exercise, all that kind of stuff. Now we've got some more questions here. Uh, the very elusive T has come up with. Um, I've started exercising and aching so much. Some days I can hardly walk or sit on the toilet. Ooh. Kind of exercise are you doing? <laughs> Am I doing something wrong? I, again, what kind of exercise are you doing? I know they say no pain, no gain. So keep pushing through, and it'll get better. Question mark. What kind of exercise makes it so hard you can't sit on the toilet? Oh, I've had a couple of those mind. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, and I know my girls have as well because, uh, in fact, being told that sitting on the loo was a struggle. Maybe it's not such much of a struggle for you men. You don't have to sit on the loo. I've had it when I've been, you know, sort of doing, running or cycling, I can't get off the loo. Yeah. That's embarrassing. (laughs) Because you have no strength in your upper leg, you know? It's like, oh my gosh, I can't stand up. This is embarrassing. Uh, And I've had cramp when I'm sat on the loo. That's very embarrassing. Yeah, oh, I've not that. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, but I've definitely had it when um, I've exercised and my legs or my bottom Mm. are so sore. Like, even like... um, standing up, sitting down, taking stairs. Uh, it is a very common thing. The It's called DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness. So basically when we're exercising, we're stressing the muscles, damaging them, and then our body repairs them. Um, so it is really important for us to stay hydrated, drink as much water as possible, and make sure that you're eating enough food after your workouts to help you with muscle protein synthesis, repair and recovery, um, and reduce the onset of um, these sore feelings. It can last from two to seven eat. days. Yeah, very important. So, Not, so sure. you don't have a shortbread to digest the biscuits. <laughs> well, you, you could have Joe's those. ice cream. <laughs> I mean, they'll get into your system very quickly after your workout. But making sure you've got the protein, really important for the muscle building and obviously the carbohydrates for your energy as well. So, you know, we're not taking any food groups out, making sure that you're eating a good meal um, and, and your habits are good afterwards. Um, I know the saying is no pain, no gain, but it, we don't really want to be going down that kind of crazy route of doing things where um, if it's not delayed onset muscle soreness, that you've actually got an injury, yeah. that you should not be pushing yourself through things like that. Yeah. That is going to be irresponsible. And Stay not away from people in the gym who start their exercise with, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> but it's good to do it if you want yeah. like a bit of space. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you want to get people away from you, just stand there, okay? Clench both fists, <laughs> do the bulldog pose and just go, like that. You'll be amazed Amazing. how quickly they get off those machines. Yeah, perfect. Um, and um, obviously, while we're talking about uh, post-exercise recovery, you kind of glance over it there, but water's really important yep. d- during exercise as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, stay hydrated. Um, I mean, yeah, sipping as you go through your workout, um, especially if you've got a high sweat rate, you know, you're going to um, be 
losing water so you want to be replacing that um, and staying hydrated afterwards as well you know we need it for everything to happen in our bodies and keep our cells doing what they want to do and are happy doing so give them the water that um, you know our body needs to do it and and make that a habit to do every day as well um, you know everybody's going to be different when it comes to the amount of water you drink and how palatable you find it and the best thing for you to consider is you know not thinking oh I was told I've got to drink three litres of water or four litres of water I'm not managing it don't worry as long as when you do go for a number one on the loo that um, your urine is running clear then that's just going to be your signal so for all of us it's going to be different as long as it's not like really dark yellow um, if it's running clear then you know you're drinking enough throughout the day dark yellow is yeah you might get it like that first thing in the morning but that's going to show that you know the um, you've, you've got a build up of everything in your system then and okay. uh, so it's more concentrated it's not diluted yes yeah yeah and so, you can also see it on the back of your hand can't you you yeah, can see you can de- dehydration you yeah. can tell on the back of your hand quite often depends on how old you are mm, you know what I mean yep. once you get past the age of 60 you always look dehydrated well I'm I just you know I'm getting I'm 40 now and sometimes I'm thinking that my hands don't look like when they were 20 no you know? I was thinking the same thing when yeah, you came in I know um, mm. so <laughs> um, so that uh, how often should it be exercising? I would say, I mean, again, um, it's it's different. It depends what your goals are. But I would say that the government uh, recommended guidelines are, I think, 150 minutes per week. Okay. So if you're getting some really good, like three times a week, I'm walking every day. Okay. And it's good to rotate exercise as well, isn't it? So you do like, you know, the body bodybuilders in the gym always do this. Arm day, leg day, cardio day. They will do things like that and split their training. But and it doesn't matter what level you're at, kind of doesn't do you any harm to do that either. Oh, absolutely. I mean, do that, do your resistance stuff, lift your upper body and lower body. You know, you can superset things. Bodybuilders, you know, they, they it's like their job really doing yeah. that. So for people like us, we need to make things a little bit more efficient and faster. So you can, um, whereas they might do split days, we can do big workouts of the whole body in one go um, or you can have leg days with a bit of upper body um, but make sure you have the rest days as well so I would say for anybody like don't be doing seven times a week three to five is good because recovery is going to be very important and again if you are experiencing soreness give your body a bit of recovery so doing some walking some swimming having massage all of that will help as well okay next Sophia she's pregnant and congratulations she says, congratulations um, she says, I'm currently pregnant, and whilst I'm so happy and excited, I'm hating putting on weight. I know I can't diet, but what can I do to make sure I don't become the size of a house? <laughs> <laughs> I have to say it just like that. So yes. nobody is thinking you're the size <laughs> of a house. It's just not It's just not what anybody's thinking. I know it doesn't make any difference. It won't make any difference. No matter how many times we tell you this, we just go... Aww. I know. Aww. It's like when we went, oh, congratulations. Because it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I get this. A um, lot of women do worry about putting on weight. My you know, most important piece of advice is to enjoy the journey if you can. I mean, I hated being pregnant. It was horrific. Um, what made it horrific? Oh, my word. I was not, I didn't feel like Tara anymore. My, um, I couldn't drink coffee. I couldn't even listen to the kettle boiling because it made me want to heave. I, the types of foods that I was like obsessed over getting. And even though I was telling myself, I don't need this. 
pot noodles, uh, pasties, crisp sandwiches, just all of that really... Ca- I know, honestly, like the, the thought of it now is like, eh, but that's exactly what I was like. Tired beyond belief. Um, midway through, I had this metal blood taste in my mouth that I couldn't get rid of. I didn't know what to do with myself. So th- it was those feelings. As far as like how I was physically looking... I really loved embracing it because you don't look like that any other time. You do think about your baby being in there and it is just temporary. Mm. So, you know, you don't have to eat for two at all when it comes to having a baby. In the third trimester, you need to increase your calories only by about 250 to 300 calories per day. That is it. So that's like an extra snack or mini meal throughout your day. Um, and But what still- happens, I mean, you know, when you're craving like that... You know, a pasty, a pot noodle. Yeah, but you you crave it, but it's not like um, you're... Could you eat it? Did you eat it? Yes, and I ate it because that was like, um, it was in the first trimester. That was the only thing that I could stomach. And I did have some How long did you feel good for after you'd eaten it? Um, I, I just didn't feel good the whole time um, of it, <laughs> to be honest. Just ate it and got on with it because you do. And, and, and what I was having as well, I was never sick, but I felt so sick that I ha- I had to eat something, Just but I didn't want to eat right. something because I felt so sick. Okay. Um, so you force it down, then you know you feel better. I couldn't sit for any length of time because I had to get up and move to walk because sitting down made me feel sick. So I'd okay. have to go for like little walks. Maybe like the hormones were, um, I don't know, gathering somewhere and I needed to move them along. Yeah, yeah. So, so it is, you know, everybody's got a different... I mean, some women get a lot worse than me and some go through it and they don't get anything at all. Um, but, you know... It's, it, keep moving, keep exercising, stay healthy. It's so important for you to be healthy and strong uh, throughout pregnancy. Exercise is good, but do make sure you go and see somebody that is a specialist and knows what they're talking about. Um, um, it's going to make you strong for birth as well and also for recovery. So it, it's, it's 10 months and, you know, the, the putting on weight does happen, but your baby be, will be with you one day and then um, you can get back to fitness and what, however you feel comfortable in the future but just embrace it it is really special and even though it is a really tough journey um like i i i, I never wanted would want to be pregnant again but like all of those feelings of like danny kicking me and all little things like that they they are special memories so I'll just make the most of it danny's the baby by the way the baby yeah. that is three yeah absolutely I know. um I, i'm just disappointed that you didn't have any hankerings for anything other than a pot noodle and a cornish pasty i gotta be honest with you. it was it i was, was hoping you were going to go down the emma thing of a flip-flop um, <laughs> no it was it was uh, carby things like that and um uh, fizzy drinks pepsi max or sparkling water but yeah i never had the urge to eat a flip-flop or nor on some coal or lick nail varnish or anything like that that's no. not good that's not good no, stuff again. No. again producer leave that one in <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, so um, here we are then, beginning of, this is, uh, well, the end of January, beginning of February, kind of getting towards, you know, that that day. You know that day? The the day of love and flowers and chocolate and hearts and all that kind of stuff. Well, of course I remember. Do you you still remember the gifts I've brought in for you? Yeah, absolutely. I made those with love. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just warning you all now that (laughs) in the next three weeks, if Tara were to offer you a Ferrera Rocher, (laughs) be prepared for the fact that it is (laughs) gunpowder described as chocolate coating a sprout. (laughs) 
and stay away from it. If you have any questions for us, do that via tarahammett.com. Don't forget to check out the Instagram feed as well. Uh, hers if you want something healthy. Mine if you want something boaty. And, um, and also you can uh, like and share and subscribe to the podcast. That would be lovely. Thank you. Thank you.